Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Chris Wern. New to the Zer. And Amy. I'm back, baby. We just watched episode eight of the challenge battle for a new champion. We saw a Kyle cameo. We had the security team splitting up the ladies and Casey taking down Big T. We're going to do Killed It or Send It Home, some juicy deets, and MVPs and losers. But first, I have some questions for you two. Wern, who's running the show in this house? Who's pulling the puppet strings here? Because it's clearly not the Brits at this point. No, it's definitely not the Brits. Um, I have to say it's, well, not just the Americans, but it, it the way the show has been edited so far, it really does feel like Jay and uh, Melissa, not Melissa, who am I talking about? Jesus. Michelle. Michelle. Oh, boy. The new <laughs> nine. Uh, Michelle. Mom is, brain? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd say they're pulling the strings. They seem to be at the center of that alliance for whatever reason. Um, I'm hoping that the alliance kind of crumbles at some point, but it's just, you know, the way they talk, the way those interviews go, it seems like they kind of call the shots and disseminate all the information to their little uh, henchmen and they do their votes to their favor. So, yeah, it's definitely not the Brits, though. They're just dwindling like it's the uh, war for our independence, whatever. Hell yeah. (laughs) Good Lord. Amy, who's the puppet master here? Yeah, I mean, Michelle, is, and, and to your point, Chris, just the amount of uh, interview time, oh, the amount that we see her having her little uh, solos, what are they called? Uh, confessionals back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her confessional time, if we were to actually go and do the math, I would say that she has she has racked up about 82% of the confessional time. She's so I will bananas. say she is she is and that plus that with with the Callum affair you know she's really she's showing up this season do we yeah. want her to show up um i want someone to show up because <laughs> well some of them are phoning it in look you know if michelle's got like 82% of the uh screen time for the confessionals i think a soft must have like the other like 15 and then there's 3% amongst the rest of them or however that math plays out yes but uh yeah. God bless him and his Ross dress for less top that he was so distraught about. I When he said Ross dress for less, I said, you are a king. That was the first thing he said that I found funny so far. Yes. That. Genuinely. I I have to agree. I kind of noted that. I was like, wow, he actually said something I enjoyed and didn't cringe at. It was incredible. Yeah, he was hitting zero for a while and then got a hit. Yeah. So Maybe a double. Yeah, but like. You have to understand when when someone's good looking, they don't also have to be funny. <laughs> I wouldn't know that. Yeah, I know that's 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 why this is a, a an audio show and not not a video. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if it's Jay and Michelle running this house, when are people going to be like? I think these two can be toppled. I mean, they're. They've been on previous seasons and have not been able to uh, impose their will here. Yeah, I don't think I'd... people see what we see. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's easy for us to critique watching it and getting the 82% confessionals. But <laughs> they are, everybody is probably just transfixed by Jay's hairline and whatever <laughs> is going on with that. Because 
I swear to God, I can't look at him and not think about Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker or, or even Heath Ledger, the way it's, it's long hair, but it's side part and it's creeping back. There's, there's curls. I think, I don't know. It's, it's distracting. To and say he the does least. the, he does the Brett Michaels bandana every once in a while. And, and when you get to that point, it's over. Let it go. It's over. Not the, let it go. not the bandana. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping in regards to like, you know, that alliance kind of breaking apart. I hope it's soon. I'm hoping it's soon. I'm kind of surprised. I thought Mariah was going to kind of start the trend with the Colleen vote. Um, but I'm also kind of surprised that like nobody's really talking behind their backs so much yet, you know, like, cause really at this point, the Brits, there's no power there. I mean, they're, they're powerless at, you know, and they have been for like two or three weeks. They were already outnumbered to start. Now they're like really dwindled down. And it would be like a total power play to like start thinking about, okay, who do I want to run a final against that I can totally beat? And, you know, do I think Michelle and Jay are the best people there? No, but they're certainly at the top. And why not kick out the most powerful people socially in the game? Um, and if you can just recognize there's, there's been about, you know, Raven, uh, Corey, and there might be a couple other people, Colleen's kind of playing a free agent. Um, if they just banded together and realized that they could flip to the other side, they could easily take them out and just shatter that whole thing and like mix this game up. I don't know if it's going to happen. And I think people are too afraid to do that kind of move, but if you went for it, it'd be pretty, pretty epic. It might make this season worth watching. And you got a decent chance because they'd be going up against a vet. And so far, except for that yeah, like now's the time to do it. Now is the time. Right, to don't do they it. want to? Like, if you're really a good strategist, you want to send in the the biggest badass for multiple reasons. You want right to now. save your 10 grand and you don't want to run against them. So, yeah. you know, yeah, it's something to think about. You're winning either way. You either keep the money or you lose someone that you're, you don't want to lose money to. It's called a win-win. Mm -hmm. Yes. Never heard That's of it. The much better way to put what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amy, Melissa put in a hell of an episode. Is she the only one carrying the old challenge torch right now? So I don't, I don't want to jump ahead a little bit, but I think that some of my points might be, you know, redundant if I don't. Um, she's my winner of the episode. Um, yeah. Because she is giving uh, everything I need. I need a drink throw. I need a romance. I need someone who is there for me, daughter. You know, I need someone who is literally giving us what we need. And she, she is bringing back old challenge. Like, I want mess at night. I want you to be a good competitor. And I want you to have an accent that I need the, the subtitles for. So overall, I, I'm team Melissa. And she, she like got in a fight, then got lucky and got out of the, uh, the draw or whatever they're calling it these days. So yeah, I I am all about Melissa. Warren, I 100% agree. I like I wrote down that she was giving me the the classic challenge vibes. I mean, I think the fight felt it was weird. It felt a little hollow. Not saying that the the fights of challenges your had more substance than that. <laughs> I think it's just that she was just trying to like get information and rile up the game instead of being like, 
you look weird or something, you know, like, why do you talk funny or something? You know, there wasn't like some dumber reason that was actually a reason. But anyways, regardless, the drink throw was epic. Like you said, Amy, I mean, I literally, it made my mouth open. You know, I was just like, oh my God, I believe it happened. I saw security guards in the background. I like, I think that's the first time we've seen them all season. And (laughs) I'm just kind of like blown away by it, but yeah, she's bringing back some old challenge flavor and I totally love it. Like, I think from, from here out, like this season, I'm going to be a Melissa fan. I was kind of like, not on the fence with her. It was just kind of like, I don't know. She's the challenger who competed when she was pregnant previously. And now I feel like she could be like the savior for this season. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping she's not targeted anymore. I mean, well, although maybe it's better if she is, but regardless, um, whatever keeps her feisty like that, I'm all for it. Everything we've been missing from these new people, she did, as you said, Amy, in one episode. Some romance, yep. drink throwing. She needed her nipples blurred at one point. And then with a straight face, I'm here for my daughter. I mean, this is all the stuff we need. Amazing. There was a lot of nip- nipple blurring, too. I, I think uh, burnout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, and Mariah. The ratio, yeah, the ratio of like uh, nipple blurring and face tats are just like all time high this season. All time. Like I'm in the '90s. If one of them tried some of these outfits, they'd be like, hey, "We can't even shoot this scene." Like, oh, <laughs> we don't oh. have the technology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, art, the art director's just running around with like a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> the whole screen's just black at that point. I mean, it's it is like there is the tattoos and the nudity, I guess, or lack of, or whatever you want to call it. Like that level is like classic challenge, but none of the other stuff is there to like compliment it. But yeah, Melissa delivered on it this week, which was amazing. I hope it continues. It seems like maybe, I don't know. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. We can turn this around guys. I think we can. Mm-hmm. Let's do killed it or send it home. Chris Warren. Um, so since we're talking about Melissa, I'm going to hit you with this question. Kyland described Melissa as having a pretty rough season and then cited that it was her second time going into elimination. I just want to know what you guys think. Is it a pretty rough season for Melissa or is it really not that bad in the scheme of things? Uh, killed it or send it home. Danny, how do you feel? I am going to kill it as a, well, I think it is a rough season, so I will kill it as in he's correct because I bet there was a part of Melissa and Big T that walked into this being like, we're kind of the vets here. I think we might be able to run this show. And it's been the complete opposite from the beginning. So I would say that it's definitely not going according to their plan, if I had to guess. Amy. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that there's something to be said, too, for not just about going in to fight every time it's just living in a house where you feel like everyone's against you so if if it's really just her and big t who i have to also for this episode give a shout out to because my my two favorite moments this episode were obviously getting kyle in there with his with his little with his wee lad (laughs) and then um also the the big ed bribery moment I thought was excellent television. So, you know, Big T, I'll miss you. I will. I'll take all the Big T Ed interactions I can get. It's sad that it's over. Yeah. 
agree. I, you know, you guys are pretty convincing. I, I was going to send it home. I was just kind of like, well, in the scheme of things, I'm like, it's not the worst season of, you know, worst run on the challenge. I think Jay had to go up against like four or five people in a row in eliminations in his first season. And it was just kind of like constantly on the chopping block. And I think he beat CT in one of those uh, eliminations early on. Um, so I thought that was pretty bad despite his hairline. Maybe that's why he lost so much hair is because he was under a lot of stress during that period. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of on the fence, but I respect the the kill that's there, but I'm going to send it home ultimately myself. I don't think it's that rough, but I, I don't know. You make very good, very compelling arguments there. So whatever. Um, mine's a bit of an either or here. So kill one, send one home. If you're heading into a daily challenge, which do you like more? James's little penis shorts that he wears or Berna's butt shorts? Which is which is the better look for Wait, a daily challenge? Can I can I just say that I was mine was gonna be about her butt. <laughs> um so I am pro butt cheeks. She did say in the the uh, episode before that the butt cheeks are out because that's how she break dances, which didn't make any sense to me. Don't you I've, have to slide around on your butt? I've never seen a break dancer with their butt cheeks out ever. <laughs> no. Just gonna say, I, I, she gives herself a wedgie. These shorts aren't designed to show off your butt. These are like they look ridiculous. The only thing I could ridiculous? think of, she looks great. <laughs> all I could think with the break dancing thing though is that maybe like in her home country or whatever her like foreign language or native language whatever it is like maybe breakdancer like translates to something else <laughs> i was like i don't think why i thought she had like, said you're gonna get i like, thought she had said for her acrobatics i thought i didn't hear the breakdancer part i thought it was like for her like circus stuff <laughs> isn't she like in this i believe she, she is no i think she is yeah is like circus filet yeah, I think that's her. Like, yeah, you know, off Broadway, Cirque du Soleil. If I had to guess, not yeah, not the big time. She's a carny for sure. <laughs> a gypsy or carny? So <laughs> no love carny. for for the penis shorts then. Yeah, I mean, who are you talking about? James, the big beefy dude, was in the tiniest shorts I've ever seen. Like, there's no way they even offered these. He must have had to bring them. Like, they were they barely went past his ball sack if i had to guess <laughs> their ball oh, sack yes. <laughs> that's how he gets them tailored he says uh, i'd like ball sack length please <laughs> i mean i'm gonna I, I don't know where we're at with this so i'm gonna say killed it on berna's butt shorts i'd rather wear the butt shorts than the penis shorts because man i've worn some short soccer shorts before you're always afraid that something's gonna fall out it's not good it's not yeah. good Rather the cheeks just be out and just get comfortable with it than always living on the edge. Unleash the cheeks, yeah. Yeah. And they could use some sun. That's cool. <laughs> I agree. And Amy, um, so, stole yours. Does yours still work? Yeah. I mean, it was it was just it was about her. Do we feel like this is a benef benefiting her game or whatnot? But it, it was it was centered around her her backside. So let's throw it on. in there. That's a good, yeah. Yeah, let's what do it. Got? Okay. Does do the butt cheeks help or hurt? Are they good? Are we? I don't. I don't know how Kildare said it works. 
Well, I'm probably going to kill it on the butt cheeks because something is going right for her where she had a target in the beginning almost every week. And now, like, nobody even mentions her. So maybe the butt shorts are really working wonders for her. Now the target's just on the backside. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to send it home. I don't think it does anything. There's no performance advantage by holding your shorts up into your ass crack. Um, Is it distracting to the competitors? I guess so. I suppose so. But then you got Mariah, whose cheeks are just straight up out anyway when you're not competing. So I I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. And her nips are being blurred. Now I'm going to send it home. There's no performance advantage to me. There's no like no flexibility that you're gaining or anything like that. Like unless there's a challenge where she's like putting her legs over her head or something like that. Like there's no way. Amy. Okay. I I think it's a a clear advantage. (laughs) And 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 I'm not giving you any explanation why. (laughs) But try try cleaning your your apartment next time with your ass cheeks out. and You'll see how quickly it gets done. We'll report back. <laughs> Time to get juicy. With Jameson's Juicy Deeds. All right, no Jameson this week, obviously, but I got one juicy deed to share with you two in his honor. Casey, after eliminating Big T, split the $10,000 with her. How oh. nice is that? Wow. That's like that. that makes I mean, like, look, I know I ragged on Casey a lot last season because I said she was really boring. And truth be told, she was. But I do think she's a great competitor and she does seem like a great person. She's a little boring on reality TV. But uh, and yeah, I think that just speaks volumes to it. And that's incredible. Like, I would want to be friends with Casey. I don't want to watch Casey on TV. And it seemed like the entire cast feels that way. Like it was like universal, like, oh my God, Casey's here. This is great. It wasn't like, oh, yeah. shit, we're scared that someone's here. Like everybody loves her. Uh, yeah. Amy's got other thoughts. Are we talking about before or after taxes? Because like, <laughs> let's think about it. Like, <laughs> as we're sitting here, it's like, oh, it's so noble that she split the 10 grand. Like it's like, so she like gave her like two grand. Like really, is that it? Like, you know, that's- well. It depends, though, because they're filming in Croatia, right? So, like, does that change anything? Or is it because the check's written from MTV Viacom and that's from the United States? Also, yeah. Big B is English. Does that play any? I don't know. I don't know how all that stuff works. That's why I have a guy do my taxes uh, and I don't do them myself. But it might not be as bad, but totally hear you. It's definitely not going to be five grand in your pocket. Better than yeah, nothing. I mean, like, it. it... I mean, maybe not. Maybe if it puts you in a higher tax bracket, then you actually end up paying more. <laughs> I hadn't but, considered that. You know, I mean, that's just the first thing I think of is like, you know, when you're you're thinking about winning the lottery, you're like, oh, you know, a million's well, great, but is it really a million? So is it a nice gesture or is Casey that much of a competitor that she just wants to screw someone over on their taxes? <laughs> yes. I, or did she listen to the podcast last year and say this guy chris worm really fucking hates me i gotta do something so that he is finally on my side and i'm going to give big t half of the winnings and i'm going to wait for this moment to on december 8th and i'm going to find out if chris heard about this juicy deed and now is a fan 
So really, that's the ultimate, ultimate. Well, then Casey, I have to tell you, it worked. It worked. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Mission accomplished. (laughs) All right. MVP of the episode. Amy, it sounds like we know where your head's at, but go ahead. Give her a little more credit here. Yeah, Melissa, she she had me. Um, I don't really like. Obviously, I was watching the episode, thinking in my head like who I was gonna pick, and I didn't really have to narrow down. So, team Melissa. Yeah, it was Melissa for me as well. Just um, probably the best episode out of a single person the entire season so far. I would say. Except for when Horacio did that lap dance. I don't remember what episode that was, but that one really, for some reason, stuck out to me. I can't imagine <laughs> why. The, he won the season MVP, overall MVP. Yeah. I'm, I might be a, a mom now and my priorities have changed, but I now really know how to uh, recognize a daddy. <laughs> and Nike. Getting hot. <laughs> I, uh, you know what, I was going to say Melissa, but since you guys covered off on her and I do think she's MVP, very, very MVP worthy of this episode. I want to just shout out to this person because we're not going to see her anymore. It's Big T. I think um, since we didn't really do an episode for the one that she did win her elimination, I think she was still admirable in how she competed in the elimination. Uh, yeah. She still won. I, you know, again, I feel like I always count her out, but she shows up and she competes pretty consistently. As long as it's not a running thing, she's in the game. And uh, I thought it was very impressive to go against Casey in a pole wrestle. One, obviously, mm. the ultimate, one of the ultimate uh, eliminations, and she held her own. She really did. Like, yeah, it seemed like Casey was kind of winning more so, but she still got one off of her and. I think any of the other people there, you know, she made uh, maybe would have walked away with it if it was another competitor that was there. So, I agree. If it if it had been Kaz, she would have taken Kaz out. Yeah, Yeah. I think any of us could take Kaz out because that's not a real champ. She's never been on the real challenge. What was she doing there? I have a juicy deed about Kaz. Go. Did you guys know that at one point Kaz was like in Dubai and she like got arrested or something and she like was in like a Dubai prison for an extended period of time? No. I, I, I just feel like this is like because you know all those like British people like love to be in Dubai. Yeah. It's like they they like are, are like yeah, the sports heroes. It's their Vegas. Yeah, they, yeah. It, it's their Vegas, but like I don't know if they're being paid by the government to like go there, but <laughs> she. <laughs> she was like detained for a long time and it was like trauma so google it wow all right well i didn't know that because i never heard of kaz till two episodes ago <laughs> <laughs> and uh loser of the episode who do we have amy thailand um yeah he was the loser because he's just like everything about the challenge was hilarious um really just dismissing the chain as if it was nothing and then having the chain literally come back and and slap him in the face like you fucking idiot um i thought that was immediate karma and justice for the chain and uh i just think it's also hilarious that little speech he gave about being brave in the in the nomination ceremony and then not being brave at all and then also shout out to ed for giving that little speech about being brave and then saying well it's not today 
and uh, I liked that moment. So yeah, Kylan is an idiot. Uh, I do I do kind of like him, but uh, yeah, he's an idiot. He's a loser. Chris, he was also my loser. Well said. Uh, yeah, just fun. the speech thing got me, and then just voting Big T anyway. It just seemed really stupid. And like you said, shout out to Ed for making that kind of thing fun. Danny. Yeah, mine was Kyland as well. Um, a horrible daily challenge, but then this is how this show works. You can't just have Melissa's back. You got to have her best friends back too. That Like if I'm Melissa and my man does that, that's just as bad as throwing me in, I think. Right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, totally. And like, I think he voted early enough in the vote that maybe you could have swung it some other way. Like if it, if it gets to the point where it's like, you can't, you know, you're not going to overturn it, then there's no point. Right. Because sure. it makes problems. But I think it was early enough that he could have said something and put it on someone else. And the fact that, yeah, he's just like, I don't know, it should be a known, right? Like, I mean, Melissa's got to be in his ear, like, don't vote for Big T, like vote for this person or whatever. It's kind of ridiculous. Agreed. Unacceptable. Until next week, that's it from the tribunal. Don't be a quitter, Jameson. Hey, Jameson. Don't be a layup. <laughs> you, you guys killed it. Jameson, we miss you. See you next week. Talio, top of the morning. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.